You're listening to Letters to Jaleesa, Compassion Without Compromise podcast. Well, hello, 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 and thank you so much for tuning in um, to today's episode. I want to thank you all for what you've been doing. Just, you know, keeping keeping the letters coming in, keeping the positivity coming in, just all of the support. I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, truly and honestly. Thank you so much. Um, Today's episode will be titled Stuck. Yeah. How many of y'all have felt stuck before? I'm raising my hand right now. Y'all can't see. But yeah, we've all been there, done that in our relationships with God, with people and at work, whatever it is. And so today, hopefully I can give you a little encouragement. (laughs) But without further ado, we're going to get into episode number six. All right. So the letter reads, Dear Jaleesa, I'm writing to you because I feel stuck. I am saved and I have been serving God for a long time now. I've been praying and seeking God on how to get to the next level. I really want to grow and expand my ministry, but it seems like when I take a step forward, I end up two steps backwards. I have become stagnant. Sometimes I feel so lost because I'm not getting the answers, the results I'm seeking. I know there are deeper depths in God, and I know he wants me to get there. How do I experience growth and get to the the next dimension in God? Feeling stuck in your relationship with God is quite normal, believe it or not, because when you're trying to build or grow in any situation, if you continue to approach the situation in the same kind of way you're going to feel stuck eventually because a relationship is ever growing whether you're growing apart or you're growing closer to something or someone you have to change the direction or the way that you move think about your relationship with a friend relationships continue to grow and get stronger when you go through something when you're able to lean on those people but there are some relationships or friendships that you go through where people feel like you're not there for them or they feel like it no longer serves a purpose in their life because you've grown apart some relationships are worth saving and some aren't but if you change your approach in certain situations the growth will then continue. You start to feel less stagnant when you change up how you move, where you move, if that makes sense. Everyone knows that a successful relationship takes consistency. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 through 8, it says, Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. Verse 8, for everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks the door will be opened. Be consistent with the word and be intentional with your prayers. There is no blessing or favor too big for God. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17, it says never stop praying. The scripture says, keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking, because giving up is not an option. You will be discouraged at times because disappointment falls in the laps of of us all. But we are not 
to feed into it. It's not always that you're stuck. Sometimes it's that you're being instructed to be still. In Psalms chapter 46, verse 10, it says, be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. Being still is not a bad thing. It can sometimes be a call for redirection or focus. Be still and know that I am God. We always want to be in control of how things play out in our lives, right? But if you have a desire that aligns with God's will, you have to give him full custody over your life. Yes, we have free will, but we have access to God also. If you are looking for a smooth sailing journey to growing with God, you are coming in with the wrong approach. Matthew chapter 7 verse 13. Come, I, I need you to see this. Like if you're listening to this and you have a moment, I really need you to like see this right here. Matthew chapter 7 verse 13 says, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. Then verse 14, because you know, you got to keep on reading sometimes to get the full visual. Verse 14 says, but the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few ever find it. The closer you get to God, the more narrow the path becomes because the focus gets specific. You start losing friends. You cut off certain activities and music. The load that you were carrying before starts falling off little by little because you've now given your worries and your cares to God. So now that narrow path has just enough room for you and God. No baggage, no bondage. Just you and your love for God. Think of this like like a game of pool, right? There are about six holes you can choose from. We will consider those six approaches, okay? You got six different ways that you could go about this. The black ball is covering one hole. Three striped balls covering the other hole. You got two stripes on another. And then one striped ball in front of your balls, okay? And the white ball... It's in the middle, and we will consider that Jesus for the sake of this scenario. First of all, you cannot hit the black ball until all of your solid balls have been hit first. Your solids in this game, okay? That's the journey it takes to get to where you want to be. You have to hit certain points first because what happens when you hit the black ball first, you're out. You have to restart the game. So your steps are ordered Psalms 119 verse 133, this is in the King James Version because, you know, sometimes when you go back to King James Version, they say things in a certain kind of way that makes you be like, oh, for real? Yeah. It says, order my steps in thy word and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Meaning, let not any evil overcome me. Now check this. You cannot hit your points without a point of contact, the white ball. I said earlier that that will represent Jesus because no one comes before the father except by his son, Jesus. And that's John 14, verse six. See, sometimes we're trying to get to God without counting Jesus in. And he's our direct source of salvation. 
Look up scriptures in the Bible where Jesus is telling us all of the blessings we will receive once he dies and rises again. Change the direction of your focus. Because remember, you only have two spots open to hit the ball. And the white ball is near another hole. So what do you do? You change your position. In that position, you are what? You're still. You're not stagnant. You're taking your time. You're aligning the pull stick with the white ball so you can angle in a way that'll hit your solid ball into a hole. Right before you hit the ball, you reel back that stick. Depending on how far you pull is how far it'll go, right? Then boom, with the right force and focus, it's in there. It's in there. We're not always getting pulled back because we got knocked down from our blessings. No, that's the mindset that we adopt when things aren't processing quick enough. But sometimes we get pulled back because we were losing focus. Not to discourage you, but to remind you that God is with you and we should allow him to lead uncircumstantially. You're getting pulled back two steps because maybe you missed something in that step. But the further back you get pulled, the further you will go when you are released into your blessing. The devil works real hard when he sees you getting closer to God. But don't be fooled. You can and will overcome any battle with God. One, fasting. I talk about fasting a lot, like even in my personal private life I talk about fasting a lot because when you fast the spirit is most vulnerable but you get answers oh you get answers when your tummy is growling okay but you are focused more so on your hunger for God spiritually than you are on tangible food answers answers start coming clear as day but you also gotta you gotta open up your mouth and let God know what it is that you're looking for and sometimes you might not get the exact answer that you're looking for but you get redirected to a place that's going to get you to where you're looking to go number two bible study study your bible find a story in the bible and see what the people did to overcome their battles I love hearing stories from different people. Like I, I'm a movie watcher. Okay. I I study movies so hard. Um, not just because I appreciate and love the art, but because I love to see stories. And so when people are telling me a story of their breakthrough, I get encouraged. I get excited because you're telling me that you went from point A to point B So that means it's happened. And if there's nothing new under the sun that God is not aware of, then why would I think that he can't get me through my battle? Even if it don't look like your battle, it's my own story. No one's going to tell my story. So be proud in where you are regardless. Don't be prideful, I say, but be, be proud knowing that God is not done with you. If everything was perfect, if your relationship with him was perfect, if if it was exactly where you wanted to be, you might not lean 
on him in the way that he needs you to. You might be susceptible to temptation because you feel like, oh, yeah, it's whatever. Like, I'm going to be fine regardless. But no, every relationship requires work. Work each day. Number three, praise and worship. Get into worship through music, dancing, even shouting hallelujah from time to time, okay? Hallelujah is the highest praise, they say. Four, meditate on the word. And five, don't give up. Remember that this journey has its ups and downs, but the blessings and rewards are so worth it. And and this is me speaking from experience. It's so worth it. When I look back at the times where I struggled, but I was very consistent in calling out to God. I was in my word like so tough. I'm I'm proud of that girl because that girl was focused. That girl was about her back, but she was also about her word, about her blessings. And I realized that I couldn't focus or journey on without the word of God because if I just listened to people and people who were not in their word, I started to think that I could do things by myself. But I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. See, we we can't eliminate factors to get us closer to God because we're in a rush. He's in you. He's with you. He's around you. He's omnipotent. Omnipresent. You are trying to get closer to God, but you're forgetting that he gave you a source. That is the Bible. Where you can find ways to hear him clearly, to be in his midst clearly. And sometimes it takes even talking to your pastor. Where two or more are gathered, he is in our midst. Where two or three are gathered, he is in our midst, depending on the version that you're reading. But just know that it's you and you can ask and reach out for help. I mean, I don't mind praying with you and for you. You know, we're going we gonna to end this with a prayer for you. But it, during this journey, you're not doing this alone. That's when things become hard and you become unsure about what's going on. You experience growth when you begin to understand the word and putting more trust in the promises of God than you do in the hardships of your current situations. Build up your faith and continue to have those conversations with God and things will change for you. Remember, do not give up. Do not stop. Keep knocking. Keep seeking. Keep asking and the door will be answered for you. Ways will be made for you. You just got to keep going and be consistent. There's there's a lot that goes into this. There really is. And I'd be a liar if I said that my journey with Christ has been super easy, but let this be a testimony that you can look back on. I have not always been this wrapped up in the word. I've been closer to God in the past, and I will say that I'm not there yet again but I'm on my way there and I appreciate where I am right now because right now I'm picking up different things that I didn't get to receive in the beginning. I was so sheltered. 
I was so prude. My relationship with God was premature, but we were super close. It was like puppy love with God. But then I started to struggle real bad in 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 my own life by and privately too I felt like I couldn't call on anyone and because I felt like I couldn't call on anyone I didn't want to even call on God to ask him for help to get closer to him because I felt like that's weird if my relationship with him is not growing and it's not getting stronger why would I call him to tell him that that's how I'm feeling in this life when we are trying to get closer to God the most important thing to do is to never flee from his word To never flee from conversations with him, from prayer. Never stop praying. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 God is too strong, too good, too great of 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 a being for us to think that we're stuck and we're not moving. Be willing to look to him for love and guidance, even when things are going great for you. And when things aren't going well, still celebrate him and love on him and pray about things and shout out hallelujah because you know that he is not done with you. You said yourself, I know there are deeper deaths in God and I know he wants me to get there. You know he wants you to get there. So what makes you think you're not on your way? I hope that I was able to help you and that I gave you some sort of guidance to help you prepare in renewing your journey with God. You're not stuck. You're not stagnant. You're still because God is wanting to remind you that he is here. He's never left. And he's about to reel you back. So he can, boom, shoot you right on out to those bigger blessings. Far beyond the destination you thought that you were going to make it to. Okay? The devil wants you to think you're stuck. He wants you to think that you're moving back without purpose. Oh, but you're going somewhere. And wherever you go, I pray that it's that it's all that you were looking for and then some in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this letter. For this person who wrote in to me. I know that this journey to get closer to you is not an easy one. It wasn't made to be easy. But as long as we've received Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, we have made our way to you. And each and every day as we grow closer to you, I ask that you surround us with good people who will help us in our journey. I pray that you... Allow us to never forget who you are, even when things don't seem assuring. Give them the understanding that they need to understand where they are and where they're supposed to be going and what they're supposed to be doing. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. In your son's name we pray. Amen. This is episode six of Letters to Jaleesa Compassion Without Compromise podcast. If you have any situations or topics you need advice on, send a letter to letters to Jaleesa at gmail.com. That's letters, T-O-J-E-L-I-S-S-A at gmail.com. And I'll respond on my podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm out.